Hi, you're listening to Matt, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Pam Greer. The Devil. Plums. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you live from the Casa de Nasa. I am Matt Noss. With me are my two best friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. If this is your first time (laughs) joining us, uh, we are watching Anthology Horror, a different scary story every week. We are in the third season the last of three episodes of Monsters, an episode called Hostile Takeover. It is customary around these parts. Look, I'm your tour guide right now. I'm telling you, (laughs) we've welcomed you. We've introduced ourselves. We said what we do here. We've told you the show we're watching. Now the episode is called Hostile Takeover. Now we're going to guess what it's called. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to belabor this point anymore, but we do call it the Dark Side Guess, and that's a bingo. Congratulations, Jerry Harrison from the Talking Heads. <laughs> you, you've won the first ever T from the Dark Side bingo game. You did, in fact, guess exactly how the star of the show did before I did it. That's, that's amazing. Amazing. That's why you pr- produced that first live record and throwing copper, if I am correct. <laughs> say yes but definitely that first one ah hostile takeover who wants to guess what this one's about i will go (laughs) hostile takeover don't know don't care but it's obvious that the ceo is a dracula or a wolfman or a demon (laughs) so good we got we are just crawling to the finish line with these dark side guesses (laughs) we're doing the best that we can with what god gave us between the ears angry pizza Frustrated low main. Hostile takeout. Oh, shit. (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) Well, it seems like I have to save the show with a guess I didn't even write yet. (laughs) Hostile takeover. Prior to recording, Jerry Harrison will send a very cryptic email to you. And slowly throughout the episode, the truth will be revealed that I've been Jerry Harrison of the Talking Heads the whole time. I was in the Modern Lovers as well. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, set us on the right path. Let's get get going with these sweet deets. Sweet deets. All right, guys, we watched 
Hostile Takeover. This is season three, episode 22 of Monsters. Wow. I know. This episode aired February 24th, 1991. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. A greedy yuppie Wall Street banker tries to apply President Reagan's voodoo economics literally by selling his soul to the devil through a voodoo priestess to become rich and powerful. He realizes too late the downside of this deal. This episode was directed by Randall Moldi- Moldave. Moldi- Randall Moldak. Rand- Randall Moldak. <laughs> Marduk. Mor- Mordak. <laughs> Mordor. Randall Moldave uh, directed this episode. Uh, he directed this episode and created the show Bullshit with Penn and Teller. Oh, wow. And that is, those are his credits. He wrote 88 episodes. He was the producer. He was the creator with them. Uh, he I have to mention this now. Do you think he got able to direct Penn and Teller because of the Penn and, and Teller he reference? The Penn and Teller reference? I don't know. Or my my other guess was he was just friends with Penn and Teller and, and worked with them and worked very, that very, into this. That seems so much more likely. Yeah, yeah. but I like, I like where your, your head was at, too. Like late at night, Teller's watching monsters. Hey, somebody knows us. Let's make a show with him. <laughs> you know, this Vegas show, this Vegas show, definitely not enough recognition. <laughs> Let's uh, let's watch monsters. Yeah, uh, Randall Moldave unfortunately died at the age of fifty-seven in twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. and it's really hard. I was really looking for information on him, and the only stuff I could find was uh, his obituary. Is just born on January nineteenth, nineteen fifty-eight, and passed away on January fifth, twenty fifteen, in Sherman Oaks, California. Uh, is under the care of Halverson Stone and Myers Mortuary, but you could write in some memories uh, about Randall Moldave, and a couple of people wrote uh, some nice things about him. Oh. Yeah, driving past your condo on Sherman Way and the many evenings we spent dreaming up TV shows when we weren't watching boxing or listening to music, Sinatra's in the wee small hours of the evening, which you gave me and is a favorite in the winter months. Looking through your Silver Age comic collection, I hope that landed in appreciative hands. Stories from your youth and your many childhood friends, one in particular, The Wheel, who I never had the pleasure of meeting. So many daily habits built on your advice, which means you're still alive in my life on a regular basis. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? You're one step ahead of me now, and I can only wonder. You are an original and will not be forgotten. That was lovely. Anyway, let's get back to the show. That's how I want to be remembered. <laughs> yeah. Also, as the guy who farts a lot. Um, Matt will never forget all those bombs you dropped in the basement. <laughs> Talk about hostile takeover. <laughs> Um, episode was written by Jonathan Vallon. Uh, he wrote this and a TV movie called Final Notice. Nope. Final Notice. <laughs> finally finally, finally Notice. He wrote a show called Finally Notice, where he put children in a room and saw to see if they could notice something different. <laughs> and only if they did, they could be let out and fed. Right. That would, The only way the show would end is if they noticed it. <laughs> but the shows would go for days. These poor kids. Oh, you uh, finally noticed it, you idiot. Uh, final noticed a guilt. God damn it, I said it again. Finally noticed. <laughs> finally noticed. All right, I guess that means we have to produce that show. Okay. Twist my uh, arm. Starring uh, Gil Gerard and Melody Anderson, who was in uh, 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 Flash. Uh, Gordon. Oh, she was? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was Buck Rogers and she mm-hmm. was in Flash Gordon. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are the only uh, writing credits of uh, Jonathan Ballin. Hmm. This starred Dennis Christopher as Lawrence Bauer. 
He was uh, Eddie Kasprak in the 1990s version of, of it. it. Yep. I was trying to place where yeah. I knew him the whole he time. He was Dave in Breaking Away. Uh, he was Eric in a movie called Fade to Black, which I had never heard of. The horror movie? Yeah. Had yeah, a horror movie yeah. cover on it. Uh, yeah. Good, good fellow. Uh, William Lantro was Tom Hart. Uh, he was in On Golden Pond. He was Colonel Flint. Uh, he was Chester Wanamaker on New Heart. Wow. Um, Tracy Walter played Ed the janitor. He was uh, Bob the goon in 1990, Batman. 1989's Batman. Uh, Do you know was, how he got that job? I don't. He was friends with Jack Nicholson, and Jack Nicholson said he's in. Like you're going to cast him as my henchman. Oh, that's great. And Tim Burton was like, "There isn't really a henchman in the script," and he's like, "Well, you'll make one." That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah if if I was Jack Nicholson, that's that's what you do if you're Jack that Nicholson. That is exactly yeah. what you do. It's like, no, I don't think you understand. You're yeah. hiring my friend. <laughs> uh, he was Miller in Repo Man. He yep. was Moloch in Conan the Destroyer. Uh, he was also in the uh, 2010 remake of I Spit on Your Grave, which oh, I well, have really? never seen. Yeah, which I have never <laughs> decided to seek out. No, uh, um, too rapey for me. I, yeah. I, I can't send through it. Yeah. Uh, Pam Greer was Mathilde. Uh, she is known for being fucking Pam Greer, you yeah. guys. Yeah, the yeah. uh, Star of sexploitation and blaxploitation films of the 70s. Uh, if anyone doesn't know that listening, but if you're listening to this and you don't know who Pam Greer is, I'm very surprised. Uh, you should. Feel free to seek her out. But if you don't know, that's okay, Start with I guess. coffee. Yeah, start with, yeah. Or Foxy Brown. Yeah. Uh, her first picture was Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. She had a, like, oh, a cameo wow. in this. I have seen Beyond the Valley of the Dolls a million times, and I do not recall her being the fourth woman in this. I feel like Roger Ebert's best movie. Yes, I know. <laughs> oh God, it's amazing. Have you ever seen that, Matt? I've never seen it. It is so good. It is so bizarre. Um, it is. It's just this LSD nightmare that is very tangentially related to Valley of the Dolls. Like it's. It's a much looser, weirder. I don't remember. Was was Beyond Valley directed by Russ Meyer? I th- or- uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. I thought so. Now I can't remember. I'll look it up, and I'm sure I'm wrong. Uh, but it was written by Roger Ebert. So anytime Robert yeah. Roger Ebert shits on a movie, like hmm, really Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Uh, her big break was in Roger Corman's uh, Women's Prison Sleaze Fest, The Big Dollhouse. <laughs> uh, was that the one filmed in the Philippines? Uh, I, I think th- that I was know. the big birdcage. Oh, the big birdcage. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but she was coffee. She was Foxy Brown. She was Sheba Baby. Uh, career kind of ebbed in the 90s until uh, Tarantino did his love letter to her, Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of came back on the scene. She was, She's, uh, she was also um, in Something Wicked This Way Comes. She was. She was yeah. the, the some the witch. Spider the lady. Dust or, witch. Or, 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 yeah, dust, yeah, dust witch or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, she's currently listed as uh, uh, filming for the Untitled Pet Cemetery project, which I think was a prequel that they're making. Hmm. Oh, wow. Maybe? Well, how did that cemetery come to be? That's right. <laughs> what about all those pets? The first pet cemetery. Yeah. Where are all those zombie cats? That's that's all she wrote, guys. Pick it up, 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 pick it up. I've forgotten the intro. 
Oh, look, it's monsters. Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, honey, there must be something on. It's family hour. There must be something on. Oh, look, it's Monsters, our favorite show. Oh, Christmas Cruise is my favorite. Oh, Let's watch it. Yay. The door from the monsters swings wide open, and we are welcome to the sounds of what a little kid thinks a business band sounds <laughs> so like. So great. <laughs> this is such... I love this episode. I'm going to just come out of the gate and say it. This episode had me from the jump because this guy has an owl in his office. Did you he see did? His, I he, did not see the... At first I thought it was a raven to show that he was evil, but mm. it was over his shoulder the whole time. It was just this black owl. Just this loose owl. Just this loose owl, <laughs> which we've not had a loose bird in so long, you guys. We haven't had a loose so bird in long, seasons. Guys. Have seasons. we had any loose birds in Monsters? No, I think this is our first loose bird. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm There's... There's, there had to have been a loose bird somewhere. I, I do not recall Four, another loose well, bird. It's three, three, three seasons, seasons three yeah. full seasons. There's, I mean, I'm not going to go back and watch, but like, certainly not. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but there's got to be a loose bird somewhere, guys. He's talking business, business, business on the phone. This, uh, this is exactly what children think the Monopoly Man sounds like. <laughs> yeah, like old Uncle Pen- Pennybags. Uncle Pennybags is sitting back there and being like, uh, "I'm the board of directors. The East Coast region is expendable. I'll tear you to pieces. I'm a stereotype. I eat your business and shit out better businesses. <laughs> yum yum yum. You're crispy wheats and raisins, and I'm fit fiber. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're Jimmy Dean sausage. I'm Bob Evans. Worldwide, I <laughs> eat your lunch, and Wait, then hold hold on. Is Bob Evans made from Jimmy Dean sausages? Did you eat Jimmy Dean and then shit, shit out, out Bob, Bob Evans? Evans? <laughs> I hate Jimmy Dean and shit out Bob Evans. That's... That is my favorite ICP. Bob chicka wop, Bob Bob chicka way. I eat Jimmy Dean and shit Bob Evans every day. Guys, all I'm telling you is I'm good at business charts, charts, computer, clackety clicks, clack, clickety clacks. Did you guys watch his mouth with the phone? He's he's very close to performing oral on the phone <laughs> several times. So I have to imagine the direction in this episode was very loose. Like, give me smarmy. And, like, the actor probably lo- was looking for, like, is this what you're looking for? But cut was never yelled. Right. You know, it's just like. <laughs> you, you tell me when to dial it you back. You tell me when to dial it back. I'll come to your house and I'll eat whatever I like because I own your house now. That's how good I am at business. <laughs> oh my God, he's a wolf. Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of a dead business. Oh God, he's now a he's giant, a giant. wolf. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on a surfboard. Surfing down Wall Street. The curl. <laughs> oh, he just rubbed Fearless Girl on his butt. <laughs> Is he eating a cat? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> this is my best friend, Wolfie. <laughs> He ate his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. Nobody cares about the future. <laughs> what? He's despondent. <laughs> Get him some wolf help. Wolf help. Uh so he's running his 
his mouth about the East Coast. Oh, we've when we've broken Matt. We've broken Matt so early today. That's great. Just a wolf and a cat. It's just a wolf a who sick. ate his cat, who's his best no, friend. It was no one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about the future. <laughs> Who said it's that? Just you did. <laughs> I don't even remember. Matt possessed by the muse of apathy. <laughs> no one cares about the future. Oh boy. Oh, that wolf has on we. <laughs> Why my wolf? Why my wolf? <laughs> Oh. oh, the pay, the pathos. Anyway, Jen, lead the charge. It's okay. Uh, so he is he is being very smarmy on the phone with business, but he has his mouth like on the phone. Like he is. So it made me uncomfortable. I I asked if he was jerking it yeah. because he's making faces and he's got the phone like really close to his face, and I was just like, he's mid stroke when yeah. he's doing this. It was oh yeah unsettling. Tell me about your balance sheet. <laughs> well, it's it's on a green ledger. Are you in the red or in the black? Well, our profits for Q two were mostly. <laughs> That was him getting choked with his own rope. (laughs) Choked with his Harvard tie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His office is great. Like it is just decorated enough. This this really felt like a Tales from the Dark Side episode. Like it was just it was just loose enough. Yeah. We need to have a a smarmy office. Okay, what's going to be in there? I don't know. Like the big pyramid from the back of the dollar bill can be behind him. You ever walk into a Benihana's and be like, let's put an office right here. (laughs) 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 That was the feeling I got. It was just like, wow. It was very confusing. This is a real mishmash of culture. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's got the money pyramid. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it's got, it's got like the big black owl behind the him. Big black owl. Then it's got this very cold and very MTV OS. Like basically the only image that you see on the computer until much later in the episode is like a still frame from the Oregon Trail. Right. Like, <laughs> you have died of dysentery. You shall not pass. Your company has been. You did not live. You, you did oh, not, no. I'm sorry. It is me, Pitfall Harry. No, Pitfall Harry. It is me, the game. Now I remember the bit. And I am so dreadfully sorry to tell you. You did not live. Pitfall Harry. I, it's are me. you sitting down in the bottom of a pit? That's good. Because you don't want to be sitting for this news. See that scorpion over there? He's coming for you. Look, buddy, the shit went down and well You, you did, did not live. live. <laughs> Never getting through this episode. Hey, if anything, transmissions for the dark side listeners, we stayed consistent. Yeah. From beginning to end of trans of tales and monsters. Delighted with the sound of our own voices. <laughs> tickled pink by our own bit. Uh, why are there so many ravens in this office? Turns out they were owls. So he's got some guy, some poor schmuck sitting Tom. across from Tom, let's say, uh, who's accusing him of, of 
shutting him down with insider information. There's no mm-hmm. way he could know that his business was failing or that he'd be mm-hmm. taking him over. Anyway, uh, he extorts Tom, tells him to to make him the CEO, and he's going to you know, divvy up his company piece by piece. So the way that I described Lawrence in this scene is if Richard Gere and Pretty Women never hired a prostitute because that's what he did. And I think that this is like, I mean, some of the dialogue I think is lifted from the movie. It's like a cautionary tale. Yeah. 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 It's it's funny to watch this interchange because and you may have just glossed over it or we may have talked about it for three minutes, but Jerry Harrison wrote me this letter before this episode started that really threw me off. Mm. But right before he hangs up the phone at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. he looks dead nuts down the camera. I did not mention it, and it is, and I, I, it was a moment we had to pause because I was just tickled pink. He does. He just is, his head, he's in profile, mm-hmm. and then his eyes looked at the camera as if to say, are we clear? Uh, acting? Are we, are <laughs> we, are we clear? Do you want me to still... Is it still, All right, do we got coverage? Phone? All right. Okay, uh, crispy Wheats and Raisins yeah. was a cereal. Uh, this is when the janitor comes in. I mean, he has a box of fruit and fiber. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, and immediately I thought he and the janitor were in cahoots somehow. I knew that the janitor was going to play a huge role in the episode. I didn't know. Mostly because he was the only other human in the episode. <laughs> right. Because I was just like, why is Monstrous Pain another right. actor? Also, I recognize the actor. Yeah, yeah. So I called him Bob in the entire episode. I have no idea what his actual character I name was. I think he was Bob I, the janitor. Ed. No, Ed. Was, uh, yeah, oh, that's Ed, right. Ed, he was sorry. Ed. He was Ed. I actually um, remember the name. Well, but I'll use something. <laughs> I, I wrote... Like I, I um I wrote oh he's gonna clean up and then spoilery details so yeah but I mean it, uh, am I the only one who guessed what was going to happen in the third act no well I knew I knew by the third act what was going to happen mm-hmm. but it was just watching it unfold I was like. Ah, there it is. Yeah. But let's get there when we get there. Yes, yes. Um, so the, the janitor, you know, has a, a little, you know, convo with him. You know, have a nice night, mister. And then he does the, the janitor in a movie thing, which is walk to the middle of the floor with a mop and just start slowly <laughs> moving it back moving and it forth. Back and forth. Now, I, I hate to slow us down when we are plowing ahead, <laughs> but we do have to capture one line that was said. Okay. Which is, you're my boy now. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, when uh, when business, business, business is handing heart and sons their ass in their hands, mm-hmm. he goes, you're my boy now. And it's really terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is important for later. Yes. yes, it is. And then he's out. He's out the door and he is headed over to uh, uh, Matilda. So he's on the phone yes. and, he's, and he's talking to the person and he says, hell yes, it worked. Um, oh yeah, I'll be I'll be right over, mm-hmm. and so and that's when then, we and go then we to get the Matilda's. slow pan of mopping. Yep, and <laughs> this slow pan honestly is like it's like stretch. Yeah, two to three seconds of mopping, and which then goes to two to three seconds of signage from mm-hmm. the tilts. Yeah. Yes, uh, which is a, uh, a a witchcraft and voodoo. No, I, just dark arts. Voodoo. I just wrote voodoo, voodoo shop. shop. Yeah. You know, your upper west side voodoo right. shop. <laughs> uh, he goes in, and uh, Pam Greer is behind a curtain, 
mm-hmm. and she she has a light little dusting of an accent, mm-hmm. uh, and asks if uh, if <laughs> just she a whisper. whisper just a whisper. Um, uh, did you cut him to pieces? <laughs> the patois was on. Yeah, point. It's great. She's great in this episode. I love, she's I, gorgeous. I, I love Pam Greer and everything. Yeah, but yeah she's this. she is great in everything she does. Uh, and this was no exception. Yeah, no exception. Uh, so we get the story that he, you know, he says he was so lucky to wander in here last year. Uh, she says it wasn't luck. She put yeah. uh, put an ad in the Times, but it was no, meant the, for him. The journal. Oh, the journal. Yeah. I'm so sorry. The journal. They I'm refer sorry. to the journal like a hundred times. It's like, yeah, we. And still, I said the it. Times. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, were you even watching? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know we were all in the same room together. No, I was thinking about Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Mm, what a license to drive. Oh, God. So I, I don't want to say how I know this, but Corey Feldman is auctioning off um, like a, a mold of the ear he had in Stand By Me. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, oh. But it's but it's not like the real ear. It's like someone looked at the ear and then made a mold of it, and he's selling it. Uh, and yeah, you would be shocked at how his fans, because he does have fans still. Wow. Uh, you'd be shocked at how devoted his fans are to him. Um, it is. I don't want to say unsettling because I think that that does not cover how upsetting it is to see his fans react to the stuff he does. Are they real people or is it just him with other accounts? Well, I don't think that he would be able to write all of those things in such quick succession. Okay. All right. Uh, But he... Oh, good for him. Poor... He released a song called Feelin' Funky that I was forced to listen to, not by my wife, but someone else. And I was like, I've never actually thought about tearing my ears off before, but this is about as close as I've ever come. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible, terrible. And he, I think he was trying to get it on Spotify and he's like, you guys have got to vote and do all this. And it's like, Oh God, it was recent. It was recent enough. Like Spotify existed. Weeks he ago. Wrote it weeks ago when it was called feeling funky. Yeah. Oh no, Corey. Yeah. No. And God, if you I hear it, him. if you hear it, it is. I won't hear it. No, don't. Let's not hear it. He has a music video too, though. It, I mean, I don't even just, I shouldn't have brought it up. It's well, like the worry, it's the ra- it's like the ring. Don't worry, Matt's gonna cut seven, all of it seven out. Days. <laughs> just tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I was calling the freak phone. <laughs> uh, are, the, are the next three episodes just gonna be callbacks to the entire? Yeah, season? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, let's put a bow on it. Yeah, <laughs> let's make everybody think that we're just gonna stop at the end of Monster. <laughs> Ah, this is it. Oh, this is it. I mean, the end of our friendship. Yep. The end of Casa de Nasa. We're gonna have to burn this. Burn this thing. I think. I think the hardest thing for me to get rid of is gonna be the bunk beds. I was gonna say your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) If you were getting rid of what the fuck? 
tell you you didn't have to do that, is what I was going to say. Well, I guess we know where your brain goes. Well, I guess. <laughs> I thought you liked my child. I love your child. <laughs> <laughs> not, not according to that bit. <laughs> oh, no. You know... Bits are the Freudian oh, slips no, of comedy. No. <laughs> I'm not saying you're a monster. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, Jen is now baking us a pie. Oh, no. I'm going to shake Rosemary away and say, you're a star and your father loves you. Not Jen, though. No. <laughs> Pesky flies. <sighs> she's the cutest. She's the wonderful. Yeah, she's amazing. I love that Pam Greer is smoking a cigar. Yeah. Oh, so great. If she was smoking a cigarette, I'd say, what's this bullshit? Like, it's Pam Greer. Yeah. Ain't I no like way. that she was smoking something bigger than he was smoking in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, because there's a lot of just like, nope. Yeah. You're fake. They're real. Uh, and they got, you're going to be uh, their boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he is there, and she's, uh, Pam Greer's character says basically, What's wrong with your computer? Doesn't it work anymore? And he goes, mm-hmm. I like your science better. Yeah, he's real sleaze creep. He's, just, he he's good in it. Yeah. To which she pulls a duffel bag or a enclosed dust bag of her Satan statue. And I just go, where's your God now, Moses? <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that was the act break. That is the act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. <laughs> You have questions. I have the answers. Who asked you to go out of town? The stupid young one or the married one? The married one. That's what I thought. Don't go. You hear me? If you want him to believe that it's over, then you got to stop accepting the booty calls at 2 a.m. in the morning. You understand? Yeah. Could you tell me what type of direction is my life headed into? Last four nights, your feelings have been hurt, so you've been up all night. Yes. You haven't been... And this is around a relationship. Talk about it. Uh, okay, don't make me take you to church, young man. The ex is much better than the present one, you know. Did you think that you were pregnant a couple of months back? Yes. You were, but you lost it, correct? Yeah. The secret that you were holding back. You already hit it. It was about the baby. <laughs> Michael, you really got yourself into trouble on that one, brethren. I got back up this time. This person is that's around you right now has been in jail before. Yeah, you're right. You're telling the honest truth. You're right. You know, people have been criticized and jabbed at and talked about throughout the ages for having different beliefs. And apparently, I am no exception. Although it is a constant challenge, I will continue. I will not allow them to stop me. I will teach as a shaman and help those who seek the knowledge. So, wait. Were those all Miss Cleo? Those were all Miss Cleo. Because Ms. those Cleo's that accent voice, uh, that accent comes in and out, went it? all over the place. Well, what do you mean? It would be as if I were to do a patois. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, Don't do no, it. No, no, no. You'll get kicked off Saturday Night Live, man. <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> no, I can only do that Jim Brewer podcast. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, that's that's the comedy of my rights. Um, <laughs> God. I'm a big Rogan guy now. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's so funny to watch Miss Cleo um, now that you know, like the whole scam empire that she was running, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and like how much trouble she got with the SEC. Yeah, and yeah, crazy. All right, uh, let's get back to it, and we're back. We got the statue on the altar. Now this statue is 
Bethamot? What is it? I Obeya is what. Oh yeah, yeah. Obeya. Yeah, it's a Baphomet. What is? No, it? no, it's not a Baphomet. It's just, it's just a standing devil. No, just, oh, he's an old standing devil. Oh, it's standing devil. It's just, me. It's me. You might remember me from the show Joker's Wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a gold standing devil. Yeah, that's me. Anyway, oh, got a little pitchfork. Didn't invite me back when Snoop Dogg was hosting, so you could just see me with <laughs> the old game show network. Yep, anyway, Joker's Wild. What a show. <laughs> no twenty five. We have twenty minutes. <laughs> no twenty five thousand dollar pyramid, I'll tell you that. Anyway, and uh, time for old devil to go to bed. <laughs> it's seven thirty. In, in the evening. <laughs> That's, That's when... his catchphrase. In the evening. <laughs> it's me, Obeya, the devil. I look like a behemoth. I'll see you in the evening. <laughs> anyway, go gotta go reap some souls. Uh, what a catchphrase. Go Ruskies. <laughs> I don't mess with Ruskies because they got that Chernobyl. That was on a t-shirt. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't mess with Ruskies because they, they got, got Chernobyl. Then it's a picture of the yeah. devil. <laughs> And then on the back, it's just Taz on a motorcycle. <laughs> Born to be wild with a Y. Palm Beach, 1998. Right at the bottom. Uh, spring break. <laughs> I, no joke. We are never I have, finishing this. I don't care. I have a story. Uh, <laughs> I have seen... Within the past couple of years, adult men wearing leather jackets with the like Taz, Bugs, Daffy, like in B boy stances and stuff. Is it coming back or did it never go away? I think for a certain population, it just never went away. Yeah, I think there is a um, Space Jam nostalgia. Like, yeah. They brought the movie okay. back anyway, but yeah. like that totally crossed out 92, 93. Yeah. Like, Kids who were like 10 then are kind of like at that perfect nostalgia age mm-hmm. where I was a little bit older than that. So I am like, eh, it was fine. Yeah. But it didn't mean as much as if I were eight or right. seven, yeah. like when it's just like, oh, my God, this is the coolest. Yeah. You know, but I do want Taz and Bugs and a B-boy stand. Well, of course. Uh, let's get to it because we're about to practice what I like to call Real voodoo economics. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me your hand because it's time to get some blood. Some hot blood. Hot, poury blood. Hot, poury blood. <laughs> hot, pouring, hot, hot, simmering, just give falling me a, out of your veins. Just blood. give me that. Give me your hand. I'm going to cut your hand. It's time. You, it's time. Obeya wants more. Yeah. Than you've ever given. Yeah, because he's, he's like, "Why are we changing the yes, ritual?" Yes, the the ritual is being mixed up, uh, but he wants something different, and he's going to get something special from Obeya for doing this. And she says several times, "You're doing this freely, right? You're giving me your hand freely." Like, yeah, I guess so. Whatever, just get on with it. She says because he's a dick. Yeah, he's he's a uh, terrible. So, so she cuts his hand. He bleeds into a bowl. She drinks his blood. And then she begins to chant to uh, Obeya. 
Uh, but nothing is happening. I think in the past he's gotten some tip while he's yeah. there. She so, says you can go now. Yeah, and he's like, and I want the tip, and I think he gets like the knife. Yeah, or he gets something. the knife. He threatens her; she won't give it up. And then she walks to him and is like, "You don't understand. I'm already dead. I'm a zombie. I'm a zombie. You're gonna be a zombie." I'm like, huh? What? Yeah. And then, then there's like really this makeup work is exceptional. This looks great because like lightning flashes, and then you get to see like a, a zombie skeleton face, like a real husk. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, and she starts to take him that, or she starts to tell him that you belong to him. Uh, uh, she serves him; he will serve him, and up here and, and uh, down in there hell yeah, yeah. as well. You're about to be taken over, and then skeleton face, and he smashes her, and she she's a mummy. Yeah, she falls over. She did. And that's another app break. That is another back break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. So you double retired? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them. Fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. All the school children are lining up to put them in the sack lunches. <laughs> hey, that plum looks good. Can I trade it for your Twinkie? No, these are my plums. I want to bite into that plum and let the juice spill down my chin. You know what I mean? All the while, everyone's saying, <laughs> I want the juice to spill down. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> If I recall correctly, if I recall correctly, my plums, beautiful bluish hue, the sun just dancing right off of them, just nice. Getting ready to take them to market. I can feel it down in my plums. I can feel it down in my plums. They're getting a nice bluish hue. Getting ready to take them to the farmer's market. Special two plums for one. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Not much to say about the plums. It's just too good. I'm surprised that Craig Robinson lasted as long Mm -hmm. as he did. Yeah. True professional. (laughs) Yeah. He really is beyond beyond tough to make it that long yeah with little feral in his ear yeah going plums plums juicy with the bluish hue running down your chin <laughs> god uh, uh this is it uh now he's back in the office and he's freaked out he's a real martin short character mm-hmm. <laughs> just he's drinking smoking uh it keeps like pushing his hair back he is fit to be tied and um, now uh, we're MTVOS is acting up. This mechanical keyboard is so loud. Who did the Foley work? Love it. Because it is like clackety clack, clack, <laughs> clack, clack, clack. I can't imagine what it would be like to work in an office now where people are purposefully buying those mechanical mm-hmm. keyboards. Because like on just the regular like kind of soft touch keyboards, I sound like a machine gun. Yeah. So... If I had one of those keyboards, someone would kill me in the bathroom. So yeah. Sometimes when somebody is uh, like off mute on a mm-hmm. meeting and they're typing, and it's just the loudest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. 
There is a moment prior to the haunt.exe file that gets run. <laughs> um, he does say probably the worst businessman thing ever. Gold is up. I'll buy a couple million. Right. Oh, you don't okay. buy when things when, are up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nobody <laughs> should ever buy. Hey, I don't. This is not financial advice. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I've heard. And again, do your own research <laughs> that you should buy when things are down so they have somewhere to go. Yeah. And then you sell when they're up. Yep. You guys, we just turned into boiler room. <laughs> That's right. That's the big announcement. Yeah. We're now <laughs> boiler room. The only podcast ballsy enough to tell Give you. Give you stock advice when we know nothing about it. Um, I think Apple looks garbage. <laughs> I don't like that stock's that stock's name. <laughs> Stonks. <laughs> Put all your money in beepers. Beepers. Old tech is new again. So he's doing business, 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 and then all of the business turn the business machines of the future turn against him. Yes. So now he is in MTVOS and haunt.exe has been run. Yep. And it's like, uh, uh, I'm uh, going... he gets a voicemail. There's a voicemail from uh, Matil saying, "You better buy gold fast." Ah, ha, ha, ha. And she just laughs the whole time, and then she starts scraping the dot matrix, yeah. and then oh, uh, that's, that's when he gets a fax a devil. of the devil, and uh, this then you fax see... comes through lightning fast. Yeah. yeah, it does, and it was very high quality for mm-hmm. a fax machine at the time, uh, and. Uh, that's when we start to see Pam Greer scratching on the inside of the monitor mm-hmm. um, and laughing, laughing, laughing. And then all of a sudden, uh, things calm down when Ed the janitor is at the door. And uh, our man, business, 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 invites Ed in. I think because he doesn't want to be alone mm-hmm. because the devil is coming to get him. So he's like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out with, uh, with a janitor. Hey, Ed, why don't you come in? Why don't you have a drink with me? Yeah. But I'm on the clock. I'm your boss. I pay your checks. Sit down. Have a drink. Drink with me. Okay. He asks Ed if he uh, believes in magic. You mean magic like Penn and Teller? The <laughs> and that has been transmissions from the dark side. We finally did. Jerry Harrison wrote us an email before the show saying that once we got to that Penn and Teller bit, it was good night, ladies. Uh, no, not like Penn and Teller, like witches and voodoos and stuff. Black magic. Yeah, you know, cats and and, and demons and pumpkins and shit. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like an eyeball, like a like a like a newt of toad. In a wow, the gas leak a... is just <laughs> fucking insane tonight. It's just insane. Anyway. Ed doesn't know shit about shit. Is Jen okay? No. <laughs> no. Jen might... Keep me. Keep the episode going. Jen, Jen... I died doing what I love. Jen is about to be murdered by Jason because she tripped. <laughs> and if you go back for her, you're going to get murdered instead. <laughs> anyway, here's, here's, where, here's where we've got. Um, it slowly becomes painfully obvious yeah. that Ed is the, is devil. the devil. Yeah. Uh, so he starts talking about how he once he once knew this woman, and he starts going into how the woman went insane, she killed herself, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And 
just keeps going. Yep. And uh, you don't have to worry about the devil coming for you. You don't have to believe in that stuff anyway. They only go after you need bad to people. Kind of talking. To nah, them. it's all right. Need <laughs> <laughs> to kind of be near the recording. Uh, yep. Uh, demons only <laughs> go after, only bad, go after people. bad people. And if you invite them in, show them a good time. They can't hurt you um, unless they've got a piece of you. Like you know, hair, hair flesh, blood. blood. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> I done messed up. <laughs> uh, this monologue is unnecessarily long. The reveal of the devil is like the last third of the episode, and it's... It's 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 too long. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still enjoyed all of it, but it's just too long. Yeah, but he is, uh, he he uh, hulks out. He devil hulks out. Oh my god! Shirt rips only instead of green. Yep, red. He's red. It's a little goofy. Yeah, a little yep. bit. Yeah, but yeah. that's fine. I'm I'm here for the, it. the makeup. The makeup on this one is very much a mask with appliques. Yeah, like they just tried to make so, sure that it was close. To me, it looked. Way less like a devil and way more like a dragon. Yeah, I could see that. Very much. Yeah, I think you got it there. Oh, well. It was fine. Yeah. But it wasn't the best. It was oh, just... uh, one thing we should say, because we set up the gun mm-hmm. in the first act, right? He says, you're my boy now. That is correct. You're my boy now, and I'm going to take you piece by piece. piece. He takes his eye. And, and then, then slashes his face. Yep. And talks about his tongue, tongue. at great length. Yep. Yes. And then... Uh, uh, that's it. Richard P. Bernstein. Let's go to the writer's room. I don't want to change this episode. I, I love don't this episode. Either. I this really episode liked was it. was really fun to watch. I, was... If I changed anything, I would make the business actor a little smarmier. A swarmier? Smarmy, I would make him a little. I would make him a little bit more believable. Mm -hmm. I felt like he was a little too wishy-washy, kind Mm -hmm. of very much putting on businessman clothes instead of being that businessman. Like Mm -hmm. maybe it's some of the writing that he has and the dialogue Mm -hmm. that he has. They wanted Gordon Gecko and they got um, Larry Lizard. Yeah, like (laughs) just. Uh, that didn't bother me a ton. Uh, uh, I do see what you mean, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah was... I, I I agree, um, but I mean he he did the best he could with what he had. Obviously, you know they they should have had someone a little harder nosed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it 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 still works. Um, but I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, scale of one to ten, lazy mops. I'm gonna say. Eight. I'm giving it an eight as well. I wrote down an eight. Uh, I will give it a seven and a half. All right. All right. I will say that I would consider this a must watch. Yeah, this was really fun. I'm going to bump it up to eight and a half. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say it's a must watch. Yeah. I'll go along with it. Yeah, it's fun, guys. Two more episodes. Two more episodes next week. Penultimate episode. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Holy cow. That's really crazy. And then uh, we'll do the transmissionies for real. Yes, yes we will. Because we didn't do one for season two. So can we, we get dressed up again? Sure, we can get dressed up okay, again thanks, and do man. the transmissionies. And then uh, we'll make the announcement about where we're going next. Okay. okay. I Sounds love good. it. Yeah, uh, we should talk about that. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> Everybody thinks that we know what we're doing and, yeah. uh, and or we're going to just quit. And yeah. I'm like, we haven't talked about any of it. Yeah. Um, all I did was say, uh, we have an announcement coming about what's next. Because yeah, we, we should, yeah. We should make an announcement. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, did I forget anything? Uh, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.